every time he's stupid, he'll be like, yeah, but by the way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's weird? I used to, I'm actually still conflicted because I used to have, um, no good, I used to have, I have uh, a Zoom X6. For a long no, time. Why, why must one man have so much tech? Like, cool. no, I, before I knew of this, yeah. that's what I had. So I had the Edge 6. And, nice. we, and I used to love it so much because when we recorded um, Southern Morning, I just carry my days are time unless I'm at Gets. Yeah. Just plug in four batteries, rechargeables, and then plug in our two microphones. And then, then start How much was it back in those days? Huh? How much was it? Zoom Edge 6. Uh, I think it was about $400. It never really changes. I think it still is around. Like there's some ceremonies and like solution center. I, I, I don't go there. <laughs> we there today, actually. I, I don't go there. See, I, I go to solution center just to remind myself what normal life is like. And why, why, <laughs> the, the cutoff. I was working with my wife, uh, um, Pasemilev, and my sleeve, Yepa MacBook, is torn. Like I, 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 I I don't know what I did, but like it's clipped. Yep. So I was like, oh, babe, I, oh, I need a new sleeve because I'm very afraid of it getting my scratch and whatever. She's like, ah, oh, I was like, before we enter, I was like, these people don't fear God. What do I keep saying about those guys? <laughs> these, people, these people don't fear God. And she was like, they can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. They can't be that bad. The one that I have, I bought it on Amazon for $10. Yeah. Right? We, we go there, I was like, watch this. I even told the, 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 the lady at the chair, I was like, yo, my, I'm having an argument with my wife. She thinks you guys are reasonable. Mm. Like, that's what I say. She, she <laughs> thinks you guys are reasonable. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. You asked me like $40. And you know, the, the crazy thing is, I don't think she got what was happening. She even went as far as just like, yeah, let me show you. They're like, we're not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not buying it. I, I, I'll let it. I'll let it ship. But yeah, my price my price I can imagine could you, if like how much I, I'm, I'm afraid of even asking but how much do they even sell like something like a, like the latest MacBook Pros they must that be like 5,000 yeah, or something 3,500 yeah, <laughs> 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 wow but the, how did you charge no but how wait which one like what, what's the spec on, on it yeah, no, what no, are but it's I have an M1 because I have an M1 Intel. Wait, they don't have the M1? They, have the, they only have M1s. They don't have the Intel ones. Okay. Yeah, so if you're looking for Intel Macs, they don't have any. But it's kind of the thing because Mac is moving away from Intel. Yeah, so yeah. It makes sense. I'm actually thinking if they're selling for 3.5, that might actually be better than what I expected them to be selling it for. Wait, how can it, how can it be better? Three grand is a lot for a laptop that goes for one point something. Mm. Where it goes, where mm. things are going. No, because... So it's Apple in the UK is expensive. That's a weird thing for to explain. But so when you know how when they come, when things come out and like Apple says like six ninety nine, yeah, UK it's six ninety nine in pounds. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so <Convention>. exactly. <laughs> so they don't convert anything. They don't make it cheaper. <laughs> they, can I have six ninety nine? It's six ninety nine. So the 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 new computers are like uh, they're like two point seven nine nine. Yeah. They will be two point seven nine nine pounds. It's a great direct translation. It, 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 like they don't play that game. Damn. I remember. I I'm still confused as to what the reasoning is. So the uh, the one that I have, I got it for 
I, I was, I it's the dumbest thing that I ever did because mm. I wasn't following tech news. Um, I had a, um, I had a, um, I had a 2018 MacBook prior to the one that I have now. Mm. And when I started doing propaganda, uh, we're dealing with 4K footage and all that. Boy, was it stuttering. <laughs> like there was, a, there was a time when I left it rendering mm. around 4 a.m. I woke up at 11 and it was 32% done. So I was like, you know what? Might be time we've been together. We've might be time to upgrade. Uh, so I got the one that I have now. Do these bastards not drop a new one in September? And then when I went on the website to say, let me trade in, they say we'll give you seven hundred pounds. So to this day, I, I, I I'm the beauty of the UK is that depreciation is real. Yeah. Over, when you drive off the lot of the car, yeah. you already know what the dollars are coming off. Yeah. In Zimbabwe, I wonder if it's a year 1990, it's three grand per Facebook marketplace. Yeah, yeah. And I would have said, Yeah, I'm going to say, Yeah, I'm going to say, Yeah, I'm going to say, Yeah, I'm going to Yeah, what? Akuna, so it's, it's not even the, it's not even a mid ranger. Nah, I saw I saw I saw someone selling an iPhone 13 for was it what was it was it five thousand five thousand four hundred they even put it like ninety one cents I was like why? <laughs> <laughs> I like why? Now yeah. that shows commitment to the numbers. They're like now nah, well, I need. I need to make it look like I calculated something here. But you know, BS is BS. You can tell from a mile away what to do it. There's no, there's no way you're not going to buy that. And whoever buys that has more money than sense. I, everyone that, when, 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 when I was, when I was, which is, I don't know why I'm using past tense, like I've been gone for that long. Oh, please. And you like, go to the diaspora, yeah, you feel yeah, that yeah, yeah, No, but, <laughs> but, I used to justify anyone who was doing better than me. I used to say it was money laundering. A- anyone. <laughs> anyone. Anyone who was doing like I see anyone driving a top of the range Mercedes hmm. and I can't explain why, how, <laughs> money laundering. Anyone who has iPhone ever than us, you have it next month, money laundering. Because, and you know, as much as I would joke, there is certain things that you can't explain. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like there's, I can't say where we are because then it would make what I'm talking about very obvious. But there's a car sale, right? Mm. That only sells top of the range vehicles. You're not going to find. I don't even not even like a wonder fit is not even like in on their mind. You're not even going to find like well. A fortune, a Toyota fortune is below class. Exactly. Them. Exactly. Like that would be the cheapest vehicle in that car. But but hmm. the vehicles of that car sales, they don't they don't stay. You know how like castles in Masasa, I've been seeing the same cars since I've been using Robert Nga. Yes. They they don't people are coming in and driving away with sixty thousand, eighty thousand, hundred thousand and I'm like, yo, am I broke or... No, you're broke. 
<laughs> no, because remember, yesterday, I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine. He sent me a tweet by Rangamberi uh, from mm. Newswire saying, my classes are going to Zimbabwe. Yeah. How are people selling them? 370K. And I'm like, you guys have never been north, north, north of Samora, right? <laughs> Let me, humble brag, that is my hood. Yeah. <laughs> humble brag. That yeah, is yeah, my yeah, hood. Yeah. And to be honest, people have, have money. money. Yeah. Like, Zimbabweans are rich. Y'all think... Y'all think that people building <laughs> clusters can't afford them. Yeah. People are paying three grand for rent comfortably. Because they can. To you, that's school fees in yeah. St. John's, 3.3 per yeah. yeah. To you, that's a down payment for a car. Yeah. To them, it's paper. It's just something that they have that they're going to throw away for the month just so that they can have a convenience of living in a safe area. And I lived in one of these gated communities, and I'll be honest with you, guys, mm. yeah, listen, it's worth it. Like... On, on the premium range, yeah. it's worth it because everything is given to you. There's nothing that you have to worry about as, as, as a tenant. You yeah. just live. Every, like, people come mow the lawn. People come sweep. People ask if you're all right. If there's a break-in, there's a panic, panic button in every room. It's beautifully laid out. There's a generator that comes on. There's solar if you wanted to kit it out for your place. So yeah. people have money. Is that The perception of the gap between you yeah. and that object is so wide. That you think it's impossible, but for someone, it's pocket change. But it should be, it, it should be impossible though. It should be impossible, in, in, especially in in a society like ours, where the discrepancy. I mean, not in terms of if you're working hard, yeah, right. If you're working hard, you in warima, but the problem that we have now is the people that can afford to live in these, to a greater extent, get in communities, are people that are intentionally making life hard for the rest of Zimbabwe. But that's not the case, though. I think it's people who see opportunity. If you look Everyone! At it, no, but look at, it, look, look at it like you, right? Mm. People would never have assumed you're living the life that you live. So comedian out there. In Zimbabwe, classically, mm. that is a career path that has no money. Magitara Abadari is the, what we were told as kids. Go to university, get your degree, don't become an entertainer. That was the modus operandi. Yeah, but the but between you and everybody else is that you saw the opportunity that no one else could see. No, but you bring, you bring up a brilliant point. First of all, to demystify the whole Magitara Abadari. Mm. That's the biggest lie. Obvious. That's the biggest lie. And I'm actually, that is the most disappointing lie because... The reason, I think subconsciously, the reason why I chose to get into entertainment was a combination of several reasons. Mm. I remember coming across an article that says uh, Alec Macheso changed his property in January. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't need this thing. But my point in that is the whole Magitara Abadari thing, to, I know it's a jump off from the conversation that we're not even supposed to be having of to course. begin with. Yeah. But we are here now. <laughs> Magdala Abadare is one of the biggest lies that has been said in Shona. The reason why I say that is everyone that we've looked up to, from young to our parents, to Ning Green, all of them, a good, not all of them, a good 80% have been entertainment in some shape or form. Mm. And the reason why they were being looked up to is because they were doing well. The conversation that people need to have or that we should be having, it's not so much with Magitara Abadari, but Badra Kwashu doesn't lead to like there is no you know financial literacy, there's no sustainability, there's yeah. no but that's that's a very boring conversation that's 
That that no, but it's, it's not though. Yeah. It, no, it's it, very boring. It's not boring. Because look at it like this. You, it's very sad, bro. No, it is. Because remember the Bunda Boy story. Yeah. Like when I watched that. Yeah. And I saw Kuneonzi Sungura Classics on Twitter. Yeah. They did a thread about it. Uh, yeah. My goodness. They had a house in London. That everything was going for them until things bro, just went pear shaped. That, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the kind of money that, if people know better, it sustains generations, mm. right? It's the kind of money that can build a whole industry. Like based off the success of Bundu Boys, that should have brought Universal, that should have brought Sony to say, okay, let's go get another Bundu Boys from these guys. Yeah. Right? It leads to the the fact you could see the fact you just across uh, the river in South Africa. There's Sony, there's Universal, there's all these guys. Kunoku, there's Atina. Can I choose for Chego doesn't have my contracts? Grammar records, ZMC, mm. all their catalogs, they're struggling to sell them. Mm. They're struggling to sell the premises right now. That kind of thing, you wouldn't know where the problem should be. Where, because that conversation is not being held, it leads to people just saying, I'm a guitar, but that's not true. Look at the money that Japreza has now. Japreza, not okay. Japanese might be an easy example. Okay. Look at Tuku. Yeah. Tuku built a art center. But but Tuku, Tuku's model to music was a lot was a lot different because no no but I'm I'm yeah, just no, looking true. on a superficial yeah, level yeah. of saying Jesus Zimbabwean artist yeah, that that did very well. Yeah. But the problem now because there is no industry to speak of, there is a danger to Pakare Pire might die. Yeah. Because he died, which is the issue with everything that we've had. Kuti. As soon as somebody dies, that person goes with their ideas. As soon as this building, as soon as the visionary who came up with whatever, things start, you know, the hardwood floors start getting... No one has... We don't have people that are no, following... But, but I, mean, think, I think that's a, that's a continuity problem that mm. future, like uh, previous African generations have had with younger generations, mm. is that trust with, with the handover. Yeah. Of of not just power but responsibility. Yeah. So power comes later. It's responsibility to trust your kids when they're sixteen, seventeen with enough responsibility to know that they will take over comfortably what you're doing. Mm. So when things die, <coughs> like what almost happened to the Chimbetu Empire. Yeah. The Dembo Empire. Mm. Those things disappeared. Exactly. I mean the, the 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 music of it, you know, these things you should have gotten the rice to his music, they they should have been on they're on some streaming services. Mm. But I mean the continuity of it was never handed down. Yeah. Properly to the next to not to hand it down but to be like at some point while I'm alive, you'll be responsible for what I'm doing. Which and brings us to politics. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're like midway in the conversation. Yeah, but I'm Valentine Mwamba, editor at Texim. I'm joined by King Kandoro, comedian, yeah. Uh, yeah. content creator, creative director at Madorofia FM. He's just a man about town. Uh, he's in Zoom and uh, decided that he wanted to... Don't say that. Don't, say, don't tell me... Tidipa Zoom. Tidipa Zoom. Don't say, I, I'm here, here. Aripo. 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 So he, he, not graciously, we accommodated him when he wanted the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I needed exposure. <laughs> <laughs> I needed some exposure. So yeah. if you missed it, he was on his tour, um, the Prodigal Sun tour. Uh, I'm, I'm even embarrassed to call it a tour because it was just two dates. No, but, but, but it's the two important Yeah, cities. it was. It was it, it, Everything else, Kumusha. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I, I didn't say it. You guys saw my lips. I didn't say anything. But 
Yeah, man, I know. That, that was a fun time. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. ID number. <laughs> six three six. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I'm very, 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 very excited to, you know, I, I can already tell that this this is going to be one special conversation. So only doing how many minutes now? Yeah, I think we're done. Hour and <laughs> an hour and forty five. But we are only starting. We're to only starting now. Hi guys. To now. make introductions. Man. Um. So, well, I, we me and Abe went to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, and it was a really, really good experience. Um, so I wrote I wrote a review about it. Yeah. I, I didn't write it as. I want my one star. You gave four point five. I want. Where did the other star go? I want. I got to I want. I want the other star. No, nah, the, the, the four stars was basically because of level of organization number one. Mm. To get when I saw the auditorium, I didn't think it was like one. Because they were not Right. Like when you see Avondale packed out. Parking, you know, yeah. the people are gonna come. Yeah. And I saw people coming in an hour and a half after things had, had started. Yeah. And th- just getting that place, how everything moves smoothly. The opening yeah. at Munya was hilarious. Well, I, I didn't laugh too much at it because I was making snarky jokes in my head. Yeah. Like I was just being a dick in my head, but mm. I was like, yeah, okay. And she's fine. Yeah, yeah. She's incredible. She, she, she's. Yeah. The way she ended the show, though, like. Yeah. I, I didn't. I, w- I'm going to have to actually watch the footage because I didn't get to see it. Oh yeah. I could only hear like the the, the feedback, but I was. Deep in my head, oh, trying to make zone. sure, and there were other things happening in the background. You know, I actually wanted to come backstage, right? Yeah. And then be like, let's do that, you know, one minute before you go on. Yeah. Like, get a camera in your face. And it, be was, like, it was, it, it's very different from, you know, how, like, when you see post production, people come before stay, before before the show, cracking jokes. You know, there's none of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> there's none of that there's happening. There's no Xbox. There's no if human I tell you the 10 minutes before the show, I was running up on the roof yesterday nights because somebody had come to tell me that they were denying people entrance at the gate because somebody said Mazarisa and they were denying. So I was running because I could foresee Twitter threads upon threads <laughs> <laughs> on how people were denied after they had paid. So I was like, what are you? I was running. I was, I was half-dressed. So I had the I had the the jeans I had the shoes mm-hmm. I had my Man United jersey so I was running I was, and you know the, the shoes that I was wearing they're very heavy yeah. right mm-hmm. I ran so the whole time Probits was now performing I was trying to calm myself down because I was sweating now so I was trying so but we wouldn't have been able to get whatever. <laughs> it would have been fun though to, to, to run out like with you running after you be like yeah yeah if we had if we had planned it it would have been some fun footage but it just happened it, it just happened I wish we had planned something crazy like but you know, I'm 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 just glad Kuti you know it didn't show on stage because I had been running I oh, hope no. it didn't show it didn't like when you came out <laughs> you looked like someone who had been you know had just come from your masseuse. Um, mm. <laughs> and, 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 a, and a couple of quaaludes just to get you, get you, get you squeezed into the show. Man, I, I wish, I wish. Hopefully one day we get to that stage. Where we can afford quaaludes yeah, for shows, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I enjoy the crap out of the show. Um, more, more the second half, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I... So my Mount Rushmore of comedians is... Um, Richard Pryor, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, mm. and I'll probably say Norm Macdonald yeah. are my four Mount Rush, Rushmore yeah, comedians. Yeah. And actually, sorry, George Carlin. 
Yeah. Uh, not Norma Donald, God rest his soul. But I mean, yeah. they were, were very politically poignant in their yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, George Collins more against the fanaticism of evangelistic religion in America. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is a little weird this, these days. I mean, yeah, Team yeah. Turf and I was just like, yeah, okay. Uh, my favorite is Bill Burr because he's the most honest when it comes to politics. Mm. He knows he doesn't understand it. Yeah. But he will always have something to say. And it's always hilarious because it's from his crazy, agitated Bostonian point of view. Yeah. So when you brought up Nick Mangwan, I, I immediately said, I'm like, this is going to be good. Yeah. This is going to be good. Yeah. Homeboy has been a menace for years. <laughs> Man. Man, that guy. And that is the only part of the show. That is the only part of the show that wasn't written. Wait, serious? That whole part. Because it happened in... So, uh, how it happened is I was doing the show in Blues, right? And I said something about Nick Mangwana and the crowd reacted. And I was like, oh, snap. These people don't like this guy as much as I do. And then I just started going off <laughs> about this guy. Like, things were just... I couldn't stop. And it wasn't it wasn't part of the show at all. So, I had it in my mind. I, I was of the mind, like, should I write? I was like, nah. Let's just be honest. Because that that part, I didn't care whether it was funny. I just wanted to speak my truth about, you know, it just happened. The stuff was funny. So, mm. you know, I, I I just knew the parts where I left blank. I was like, okay, this part before we get to, because the Nick Mangwana part is just before the show enters, like, the third act. Mm. So I just knew, like, this part is, 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 is empty. It just says Nick Mangwan. Mm. So we'll deal with it when we get there. And yeah, he's been a menace, man. Yeah. He's, 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 really, he's really gone out of his way. It's almost like he wants to, like, in terms of notoriety, <coughs> catch up with, 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 with pe- things that people were doing from 1980. Because I don't get it. I honestly don't get it by year. Yeah, he's, uh, he's what we call, he's what I like to call, I mean, I wouldn't say no disrespect because as information secretary, your job is to disseminate information. But the manner with which you do it causes so much panic and friction. So people remember e-passports, right? Mm-hmm. We remember the night in July when we said mobile money was suspended. Now, I want you to understand, I this was my first, second month at Texan. Yeah. I see it on Twitter and everyone in the group, what the hell? Yeah. Because for so many businesses and so many people, mobile money has become a way of of life. Not for so many. It's the only way. It's the only way it's of life. It's the only way. No one is existing on cash. Really. Yeah, so when you... Here's my thing. Here's my problem with, with, with Nick. And I, and I get don't beat the messenger because unfortunately sometimes he's just a person who delivers the message. Mm. But I mean, doesn't he go back to his homies and like, guys, timelines. I don't know if you're but because, yo... But you see, that's the, the I I thought that as well, right? Mm. And you almost want to give him. You almost want to give him reprieve over. You're just the messenger. But then I realized, no, he's not just the messenger, right? Mm. Because even when you are the messenger, right, you communicate things in a way that will let people know that I'm just the messenger. Yeah. You see the way that he structures information. He takes pride <laughs> in the confusion that comes. Out of like he's taking pride. Yeah. Like if if 
we've you've seen people that have been sent to communicate bad you do it sheepishly you yeah. almost don't want to do yeah. it right yeah. whether it's munawayo the communicator news they would see you beat around the bush because it's bad news mm. you don't do it like look at the way that he communicated the whole um, <coughs> look at the way he communicated the whole <coughs> quarantine situation yeah. right <coughs> when you're just the messenger Nick Mangwana sent out that announcement before the president did Mm. Right? Mm. Then what was the point of the president even communicating the thing? Because we've already been told what he will be communicating. Like if you are the guy that wants to be the messenger, you let the president communicate. Yeah. And then you come and placate the audience because there's going to be confusion still. Mm-hmm. So we were confused twice in one night. Because <laughs> Nick Mangwana came and said, people are going to have to quarantine regardless of their PCR test being negative. Mm. Right? If you're coming from Avis for 10 days and you're going to announce, so people are confused like, what? So what's the point of a PCR test? What's the point of being vaccinated? Mm. And where are these where are these vaccine centers? When does this start? Is this starting immediately? Is this, right? Mm. This is around 4 p.m., 5 p.m. At 8 p.m., the president, via press conference, communicates the same thing word for word. So what is the point? Mm-hmm. It doesn't explain anything. It doesn't make it. It doesn't have new information. And for the next ten days, there is no explanation as to the questions that these people are, are now asking. Okay, so what? What do you mean? How much is the PCR test at the airport? Okay, so where am I going? How do I? Oh, 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 uh, bro, the amount of people that cancelled flights, mm-hmm. the amount of people that missed seeing their loved ones who were probably on their deathbeds people that they hadn't seen in over two years, in over 18 months, because they couldn't afford. It, it wasn't a financial thing. I remember him saying, oh, if you can afford to come to Zim in December, you can afford booking a hotel. Nick Mangwa, is that, is that the hill that you want to die on? <laughs> well, the one he's been dying on for a really long time now. Because I don't think he, he factors in the fact that we as people, look at your passports. You can't tell Munaga about 300 bucks for an emergency passport. But you've only got a year to use it before you have to pay another 200 bucks for another emergency passport. You can't deal with our wallets like that. What's moment did Could you know that 300 bucks might have been a one-time purchase that was necessary because couldn't change the outside, right? Bro. Not could he... And 300 dollars, you ain't gonna save it. One a whole English. community, huh. a whole village, my 10 dollars, 10 dollars, you could eat 300. Mm. And I've already pushed it for that within a year. But what frustrates me more, when I think you touched on it, is no one then answers every query that comes in his, in his, in his mentions. Mm. No one comes back and be like, okay, this is this. Here's the price list for this. It's guys like us who now have to mm. start making calls. Yeah. Yo, guys, you know, what, how much is the passport going to cost? What, what is this? When the e-passport thing dropped, <clears throat> to be honest, most people didn't know what an e-passport was. That's the thing. People thought it was a digital passport. That's the thing. Like people thought literal. it was a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> like a literal <laughs> digital passport. And then I remember when I was in uni, and I used to see... You know that thing on, on the bottom of the digital passport? Yeah. With my friends who live in the EU. So they need, didn't even need to carry passports. They carry the IDs to cross borders, except from, from Ukraine, because yeah. Ukraine had, to, had your passport. But I've been in an area where I bore. You just, yeah. you just roam around. So they showed me the passport and then told me what the e-passport was. It, like what it is. It's just a passport with a chip. It's just a backup for your information, so it's harder to, to, to think. So 
the way thing is when I looked at the stats and I was looking at the people opening. So it's one of those articles that I wrote and left because it was from experience. You've seen this crap, right? Let me. You, this is what it is for those who are asking what it is. Mm. God, the way you see people, I'm like, wait, y'all serious? Didn't not did not know what this was. But you see, that's the thing where it's not so much that people didn't know, the communication. but you haven't given people an opportunity to react yeah. in a way. So it's kind of like even if you were to say, Kuti, if you were to come here and say, Kuti, eh, mm. effectively, medically, <laughs> yeah, even if it's for climate purposes and you're saying, Kuti, if the reasoning is, uh, we are going to be promoting solar energy. We're mm. going to be, you know, green chakadaru chakadaru. If you don't communicate, if you communicate it in a way that it can only allow reactionary, people are going to start panicking. It's not. Uh, it's crazy, man. And it's, it's, it's weird that articles written by other people, second information, is more useful than the primary source. Why not communicate what that is? What did that video of the e-passport have anything to do with anything? Because he's taking pride in in, 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 in causing that panic. <clears throat> you know, if, if bro, information is easily the the thing that makes or breaks a nation. Yep. Right. Information is easily the thing that that I think we I think we. Sp- we did an episode on propaganda about you know how Zanu PF allegedly wins elections, mm. right? And when we were doing the research about that, it, it it easily came back to information, like just being in control of you know state apparatus that allows. And this is one of the ways, mm. right? If you are, if you Nick Mangwana is easily one of the most powerful people in the nation. No doubt. People don't people don't realize how powerful he is because mm. he is the brand ambassador of the government. Wow. He is the brand ambassador. You can talk about Chris Mchangwa and but he is the... Whenever people hear a rumor about the country, people go to that Twitter handle to okay. confirm. Mm. Has he tweeted about it? Has he said anything about mm. it? Has he, you know... He's the brand ambassador of the government. Mm. That, before him, it was George Charamba. That man has the power to say things that haven't happened that are not going to happen and say, oops. And he has done it before. Mm. You know? So, when you are that powerful, it comes with, this goes without saying, it comes with a lot of responsibility. Oh, yeah. Because look at where we're going now. We're going into election, election period. Yeah. Right? There's already, there's already issues about how certain people are getting leeways in terms of how they move, in terms of how certain events are happening, in terms of how... So imagine a situation whereby you have this guy with all this power but doesn't have the responsibility that comes with it. But then you start realizing that, no, this is not indiscipline. This is intentional. Mm. There's almost an intentionality to it where the chaos is designed in a certain way for a certain outcome. Mm. Right, if there is enough chaos, people will be distracted enough to. Just recently, they did they not put out states of water registration. registration, and then they were mid and yesterday, it's two thousand three nine hundred and something. And like two thousand does not, it doesn't gloss over the fact that it's inaccessible. 
there are two buildings in Zimbabwe. I remember berating this the guys in the editorial meeting. I was like, mm. guys, but there are two more buildings in Marare. What do we register to vote? Marare, man, I'm going six million people are sitting magnetized to two buildings to register to vote. Okay, my 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 satellite programs are good as well, but why not? Why not number one? Just have something like online voter registration. I know it's a little bit beyond the point, but why not have things like that? But you see, that information is communicated to do what? Chaos. And then you're Buddha, and then it's a joke, and then it distracts. So, so much is happening in the undertone. We don't get with the he, he, If you remember the tweet where he actually shared the the, the voter registration. With the men and women and stuff. Yeah. He was, he, I, I, I might be paraphrasing. No, I'm not good at might. I am paraphrasing. But it was to the effect of, ha, with all the noise that you guys have been making about voter registration, these are the numbers of voter registration. And then... Here's the thing that I don't know whether they realize or not, but you're the Minister of Information for the government. Why are you celebrating that there's poor voter registration? Why are you celebrating that there is poor voter? Do you see what that is communicating? Yeah. It's like you you don't want it to, to happen. You don't want that why to are you cel- that, that That was the whole thing. That yeah. I was like, why are you... S- this should be worrying yeah, to be you. Zimbabweans, why are you not registering? Because if you've been communicating to people that you guys have been doing work, if you guys have been saying that you've been working as hard, you've been fixing A, B, C, D, why are you celebrating that people are not registering to vote? Like, why is that a thing? It should be concerning because your, your, your electorate is going away. Your, your, your you, base is going away. So you need more people to file in. I, You know what? Yeah. I think... I. There's one thing I always tell myself when I talk about people in power. You never truly understand what it's like to be in the halls of power. There are things that change you. Professor Mtulinuwe, for example. I don't know if this is verbatim, but that man, when he came in, spoke in a different manner. He, he spoke like from, from another world. Like, the the way he was talking about cryptocurrencies and this, this, and that. And then he came and then he followed the, 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 the company line. And there are so many things we don't know and we can't appreciate and we don't know the gravity of because remember, every single administration gets legacies from the previous one. Mm. So it might be, in essence, difficult to, to weed out. Some of these things might be, let, I'm going to say this generously, might even annoy them. But it might be the course of things in which they can't alter. But with Nick Mangwan, it's different. It's like, he's been waiting for this. Like, this is his moment. Even Twilly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him that much leeway. Because I have, uh, about people... There's things that people do that trigger bass. No, there's things that people do that trigger bass. And then there's things that people... Uh, there's things that you did before you joined Texas. Yeah. Right. Now you're a Texan. Would you say you are different from that guy before he joined Texas? No. It's nothing to do with the job. But if you, bro, can I ask you about When my ideas are within the Google Grace, we should have a graph type of a one of our new. We're not plans. You leave that job. True. But can I ask you about Muna? She never ran. We should have Grace. We should have it as we get to run out. We don't go I've watched in. Do you know see, the thing about the thing about 
So when I left, when I left school, right, to come to to do comedy, there are things that I promised myself. Could I would never, I would never make fun of, mm. and that was I told myself, because I was coming from 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 a place where you know everything is taken seriously. Like I was studying law, right? So before I even decided that I want to do this drastic turn, I realized, yo, being funny is the one thing that I'm undeniably good at. I was doing all this research about the kind of comedy that I enjoyed, the kind of, you know, what I wanted. Oh, can I do this? Can I? And I realized, I was like, yo, let me just make some guiding principles that I can kind of use. Because I was also looking at, you know, what was happening in Zim. This is 2015. And I told myself I would never make jokes about things that didn't matter to me. Mm. And what that meant was, I would, you know, everybody had a Chihuta joke, everybody had a Fire video. And I told myself, I, I never want to do anything to go viral. Mm. Something goes viral, that would be an accidental result of something being really funny or, this, or being stupid. But I don't want to make viral stuff. I want to make stuff that resonate if it's with one person. Mm. I want to speak that. So I started looking intentionally, looking for for people that would enable me in that way. And naturally, I ended up in this satirical place where, you know, it's just satire is my thing. Mm. That's how I ended up, you know, linking up with guys in Magamba and all that because that became that became my university, right? The thing that I've always taken pride in is I try to do as much research in my stand-up as I possibly can because the one thing that I dislike is speaking out of ten. Mm or speaking about something and then it turning out to be false. So if you come to a show and you hear me speaking about Cecil John Rhodes or if you hear me mention something that even is remotely close to a fact, there's a high likelihood that that thing is true. Mm. And I'm saying that to say I've watched enough Mtuli movie videos to know that man is not the same man that we saw prior to 2017. And I don't know whether that's because the person that we saw prior to 2017 was a figment or was a makeshift person to fit the, you know, he was writing these op-eds about what he would do, about what, 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 what. The way he got his accent. Uh, yeah. You know, recently, recently there's the, the link interview with uh, Ruveneko. Mm. Where he's saying the most lies that anyone has ever said in a 30 minute video. <laughs> this man said, you know, it's very worrying to hear a minister of finance who's not an MP, who's not an official politician lying. Because you, in my mind, I'm thinking, you don't need to. Like I would understand, I would understand Patrick Namasa as Minister of Finance lying because mm. he was an MP of somewhere. Mm. So that means his power, his positioning is backed up by some somewhere that needs votes, somewhere mm. that needs him to be elected. Mutulinwe is just the Minister of Finance. He's not an MP of anything. He's 
he supposedly got there because he's good at this mathematics thing and he has history in banking and whatever, right? Mm. All you need to do to us, give us the facts, give us the numbers, give us the reality. You don't need to politic. You're not a politician. Mm. You're not a politician. You are a scholar. Scholars deal with facts. Ntulingo is telling people, It's very worrying because we're talking about a situation whereby we're in the middle of a pandemic. Civil servants, pensions, people are getting my $81. Mm. Is it but it, it's it, it's the way Zimbabwe has been. So for a very long time, and I think that those are the legacies we get from from administration to administration. So here's here was my here was my litmus test of um, the finance department that I'm dealing with, and the amount of well, the direction it's taking the country. Mm. Who in good conscience, in a pandemic, after a year that there was a drought, um, when people are generally suffering, when civil servants are earning the, the least they've earned in a really long time. With doctors who go to school for six years, uh, mm. striking for whatever reason, um, when civil servants are being told if you don't come to work, you don't get paid, regardless of vaccination or whatever, in, in a pandemic. And the first thing as a nation we do together with our budget is to build a statue that exactly. rotates. And exactly. the second thing we do with our money is build a parliament building. My guy, I want to explain to you. Now, th- now, take some readers. You will, this will come sooner or later, but you will see because obviously this is something we need to take seriously. Mm. I don't mind building structures. Yeah. We are under statue and the parliament building are not going to generate revenue. No. They are vanity projects. You don't invest money in vanity projects. Bro. But when we're now taking resources that should be going to road rehabilitation to the civil service, to paying the civil service. But I'm like, no, when I heard that, I was like, no. no. You might, no, but it was real. Seger Road and all that. That was brilliant. Seger Road, King George, most roads are getting done. The Mbuzi overpass, what not, it is 7.5 million. I don't know what that's going to cost per meter, but I, I, I don't think that is the cost of a structure like that. Maybe it's in tax. But the amount of things we could do with the money that we hear being spent on these projects mm. is really confusing. And kind of which is how when you're still fighting teachers and telling them if you don't come to work, Bro. no pay. What what is what's going well here? My teacher is actually a personal because my mom is a teacher, and I see. I mean, bro, you you used to. You used to see, like, I've seen the difference between the level of effort that my mom puts in in the in her teaching. Because, you know, I've been old enough to remember from when she was in 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 in, in, in teaching school, and like the house house. I won't get into specifics. Mm. I don't want to get my mom into trouble. Mm. But like, she doesn't care now. Mm. Like she doesn't care, and she she really loves teaching. She really, but. She's been battered enough that the passion is out of her now. Mm. She goes because she's contractually obligated <laughs> to go to budge. Just on the on the surface level, we're talking about a workforce that doesn't recognize the concept of leave days. 
not only financial because it's very easy to talk about matichas kubada mm. but let's talk about the work conditions we're talking about my i don't remember the last time that my mother took leave from her work and that's a if you actually mention to someone with Matisha and Tora leave, it sounds ridiculous to someone because someone will tell you, ah, Matisha, but I know Varash, but that's not, that's, that's, that's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone should be resting. But a teacher should be able to say, e, tell me, and then a month leave. So not just this is this is for that term or for that Ningrin. Do you know, like, do you know how ridiculous that is? Police officers could and the police are to leave. Like it's, 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 they can't even, not even on the ministry level, they can't even fathom because every day they go to work, there's a probability of going to you know, that's how they're making their money yeah. these days. See, with, uh, we're talking about people that are working in those conditions where a job means nothing anymore. Mm. When was the last time that you heard somebody saying that in Canada couldn't die a soldier? Canada couldn't and that's not even because my soldier had but there is no respect in 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 them anymore. Mm. No one fears Munagawana Purisa. No one fears Kutama Dona Dona Gonjo. It's 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 on a it's on a disrespect level mm. that you know this person is underpaid. You know that a situation might arise here, but not because of anything that I've done, but just because, just because, it's there is no deity in 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 Green. Ukawona, ukawona, ukawona ness. I can figure those white in Green. Those people used to look cool. Ona kafika ma white chagadaro. Puse ogona mpuza. I remember. I remember. Because my father was a, was a was a policeman, right? So you grow up knowing just like armed forces, you know like specifics in terms of like Air Force Green. We used to compete over that. Air Force I knew of people that went to study law and then came Kuchipurisa. Because it meant something. We 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 are I don't know, maybe we're already there. But we've entered the space where things. Uh, somebody said something to me. Um, we did this episode of propaganda about human resources and jobs, and and someone left a comment. I, I don't remember whether they left a comment or they sent me a message privately, but they said something to the effect of how you know Tinokura teaching the education is the key to success, and then you grow up in them to realize that it really doesn't mean anything. You're going to be unemployed. And the people who attack Kura teachings don't be Wajita Marombe are the people that Vatugut Chimdara Chimaba Chimda Do you know how confusing that is? Do you know how confusing that is good? Iwe wagasheta bugra gunch pura munupa zimpos pepe. I don't know ten money hundred dollars I put sake here. Do you know how do you know how confusing that is? Yeah. Because then what do you tell your child? Yeah. What do you tell your child? Because I always say to, because you know everything that our parents did is rooted in security, right? Everything that we do, we're trying to provide security for the you know oncoming generation. But when you don't know what brings you security, what do you do? No, I, I think that's that. Now I have a, I have a grudge against the boomers, mm. all the boomers. 
<laughs> to say, Guti, I think the world they grew up in mm. is even even under Rhodesia. I'm not saying it was good. Yeah. It was good. The transition from Zimbabwe from Rhodesia to Zimbabwe, there was still that safety net where financial institutions worked. Mm. You get a loan, yeah. black or white, for a home. Yeah. Most of the guys who made their money were old, built their things when Zimbabwe was still Zimbabwe. Yeah. When you know we were we aren't the basket case we are now. What I blame them for is not seeing the transition of things are changing rapidly. Mm. Degrees, people got degrees. I was in form one, 2004. Mm. People I knew who finished up at six when got, got degrees, cousins, friends, and all that, came back and you could see the worry on their face. Mm. And it made them like, no, but you've got the great, greatest security blanket ever. And they're like, it's not that easy. Mm. Because me, it's now me having to find and convince someone I've got a job. Yeah. This is where a friend of mine told me, he's like, a degree, you're not old enough, it was in form one. You're going to get to 16 years old and you're going to get your driver's license. That little blue paper you get, that certificate of competency, that's your degree. It means you're barely good enough to do the job or you just know enough to be possible. Mm. You're not yet at a level where they can actually pay you properly to do the job because they're going to have to retrain you. Mm. The boomers never saw that the world was going to come to a point where people like me, zero journalist training, would be talking to King Bender mm. one and a half years later after starting. They don't know that people who were not developers, who did not go to do com science, who did it on YouTube, one of the most highest paid people yep. in the industry. Yeah. They, they could never conceive of a world where the traditions they grew up in would be broken. Mm. They never saw a world like that happening. And you know what? It's scarier now, and I think for you it might be more pertinent because you're a father, that when your son grows up, what do you teach him? Do you get a degree? Do you follow your heart? Do you follow your passions? What? what? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, sports is the one thing that will never get... Phased out, bro. True, true. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's 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 things that I'm going to have to figure out as a as a, as, a, as a parent. You know, it's very scary. It's it's a weird thing because I was actually thinking to myself the other day, do I tell my child to be Follow your passion. Go to because I've seen the things that I've had to fight with. But you but but are those fights not worth having though? Because I don't know if they are worth having. No, I'm but look still having no, no, but, but I'm saying look where you are now. Like I mean, in terms of no. Let's not overstate no, no, where no, no, I am. No, 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 no. I'm saying this is with 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 yeah. with being middle class myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that. Look at it as in, and by middle class, I'm not. It's not a jibe. It's it's just a, it's just the text bracket. Relax. Yeah. I mean, in the sense that every battle you've had up until this point has led you to leave Zimbabwe mm. to seek quote unquote greener pastures. Mm. To be able to do more than you could when you were here, yeah. Like that ability to be a better version of who you were, who you are today than you were yesterday. Mm. I think that fight's worth having. Yeah, but almost everything that has happened in 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 my career, right, is unexplainable. But should it be though? It it should, because the reason if it's explainable, you can create a formula that you can replicate and tell someone, oh. But you knew that everything was a risk, right? You were not as oblivious as to believe that things were going to just fall into your lap, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. No, but I'm saying, Kuti, in spite of all that, right, I would have wanted the thing that should have happened is you think you're dope, you go where people can appreciate your talent, Right? You enter, you come back to your country and you enter an industry. Mm. Bro, I was I was setting up shows in my first year of doing comedy. 
because I realized that no one was going to come and give me shows. Mm. That's ridiculous. No one should be doing that. Like I was setting up shows and inviting other comedians six months after starting doing comedy. Like we were setting up, going begging restaurant owners, a travel plaza, Shezandi, Chakadaro, Chakadaro. When there was a buzz, we started. We were not getting paid for any of the. Those are things that you shouldn't do because if you're worrying about if you're worrying about setting up a show, when are you getting the time to write the jokes? Mm. You know, those are things that I'm saying, Kuti. It almost happens. And plan optimize what what. But I'm I'm talking about a situation whereby there's actually a form like if you decide to do comedy in South Africa, mm. right? You're going to see the comedy club guys and saying, yo, I think I'm funny. They'll give you an open mic slot mm. for at least six months a year where they're trying you out. It's different comedy stages. That's what should happen. You're supposed to try yourself out. Not good within six months. Do you know what that does? Setting up a comedy show. Now you're having fights with guys that have been doing comedy because they're telling you, you stayed young. I can't. <laughs> you know, those are the, those are the yeah. things. That you're, and then within a year, you meet most of the things that I can explain them because I said, no, you know, I'm, I'm good at comedy, right? But what about the next guy? Mm. We probably won't get, because maybe I'm, 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 I'm industrial. I never took no for, but what about the next guy that doesn't have it in him to fight with the restaurant owners about such and such? Or pe- Bro, we were doing shows at this comedy venue, Pampasna Mike. All we had was a mic stand. I still have the picture where it's there's not there's no ningun. We're just speaking to the audience. Sometimes it's two people. Sometimes it's those are the things that are that are that are. It's heartbreaking on a different level performing at a show that you organize that at two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the things that can make you quit and leave. And but you know when 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 there's a when there's a formula, you can kind of like oh, okay. But every every formula has been known to be to be. Because the, the game of life has no constants. It's not like science. Mm. Science has constants. Where mm. these things, until we prove otherwise, yeah. they will forever be at this constant. Yeah. The game of life is different. There are ways in which you can be successful depending on your guile, your determination, and your verve. Mm. But you can never leave a formula. Like um, Paul Scholes, for example, mm. had no business being as good as he was at football. Mm. In the ginger. I, there was a story about how Alex Ferguson went to see him I don't know who was sitting next to him. Was it Mickey Butt or something? I uh, was like, no, look at that little ginger kid or whatever. And scores apparently scored a spectacular goal. And then he became, you know, was then included when he was going to be cut or something like that. Again, this is just the story as I remember it. Mm. But there is never so much of what you do for yourself relies on other people. Yeah. So you can never really say there's a formula because the kindness in the world you're in right now yeah. is a big factor. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to make it into con- digital content creation. Yeah. If you don't have people around you who give you a conducive enough environment to succeed, mm. it's going to be difficult. Yeah, but in Zimbabwe, it's just... It's Zimbabwe because there's no industry set up. There's yeah. no infrastructure. There are no bare bones. So you, um, where do you go to rent a studio space? Now, yeah. if you go online, all you find is MMX. MMX's prices will kill you. They will destroy your life. Like, no solution center in my content creators. You're like, uh, who's paying for this stuff? <laughs> So if there's no, again, that, I think that's what those lessons mm. should be the formula. 
yeah. to be like, yeah, no, I'm going to start an events and promotions company specifically for comedians. Yeah. I, these are the lessons I've learned as a, as a comedian coming up. I'd rather you guys not do the same thing mm. and just pull the resources from what we're doing. So, for example, even Texas. Mm. It's one dude who started it a while back, yeah. and he's got what a bunch of people in it now. Yeah. And we're each learning from each other. Whoever came before is leaving the, the lessons they learned, yeah. and it's becoming better. The, the rigging is getting a lot better. Yeah. So I think that that's that's the things. I think if your son just said to be a comedian, mm. yeah, have a have a have a. It's like Jay Z's kid. To come I a hope musician. he does, man. I hope I hope I hope I hope I hope, I hope my child is fine. He becomes an actor, like a thespian, because he's in, he's going to be in England again. So yeah. Nah, I, I don't know. What I know is that at least, you know, I mean, he he's already won the fight of, like, he's British. I grew up in a police camp, if we're comparing. Yeah, he does not know struggle. Yeah, he, he hopefully will never know the struggle that I had, mm. you know, could he, you know, he'll have all these options to choose from whether he wants to be a footballer, he wants to be an accountant, he wants to be a, he can, he can choose from... Isusu, I honestly uh, would love to sit here and say, Ramaz, I chose to be a comedian or what. It sounds, you know, when, when you tell people that's the part they take out, oh, you dropped out from England. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those things that you like, ah, let me, you know, at the time that I made the it's it, it felt like, it felt like this is the only way that I could continue being me. It's felt like this is the only thing that's keeping me alive mm. in terms of, you know, you're very close to a big black dark pit where nothing makes sense. And then there's this glimmer of, okay, mm. you know, because I was reasonably good at school, right? But it got to a time when, like, uh, I, I was breezing through you know, A-level, a what, 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 because I loved reading and Chagadaro, and I was very talkative. So even quiet school, you know, all my teachers are like, literature, literature. Then you get there, and then it, you get to a point where you have to apply yourself. You know, people are coming to you and saying, I was up until 3 a.m. reading S versus Makwanyani. Oh, I was up, and you're like, the fuck? <laughs> I was on YouTube. <laughs> and I would have been on YouTube for real. Like, I was on YouTube looking up, like, getting caught in the rabbit hole because obviously, but I do free Wi Fi. Mm. you like, oh shit, oh, mm. this Wi Fi, what do I. But I was, uh, you know, it came to a time when I had to apply myself and I just couldn't apply myself. Mm. And it wasn't because I wasn't intelligent enough, I was, I am. But it was just good to Ranga, receiving Rango. You know, so then came, then came this, uh, you know, this glimmer of hope. So I hope when it comes to, you know, all my children, it never has to reach a point because I always feel like if I had gone to a school that encouraged me to see there is more to, you know, in terms of like, in terms of curriculum, that was just beyond academics, mm. right? The same emphasis that is put on academics was put towards things like, you know, debating, you know, Toastmasters, you know. I probably would have seen this earlier and I probably would have uh, convinced, but then I rationalized it and think, you know, maybe those experiences are necessary. I just had to know that side and know, oh, you should have for you for what this is. You should have 
the, the opportunities at school. It's it's that whole thing when you go to what they call A schools, B schools. Yeah. A schools. I went to John's. Yeah. So that stuff was there. Yeah. Like the emphasis was put. I remember when we were in low six, they started making more of a push of the arts. Yeah. They started putting more money into it. And yeah. people who loved it went, gravitated towards it. Wow. People got a proper opportunity to become a musician mm. or to, to, to start your musical, musical education through that. Yeah. PE might be called the B school, but in terms of its musical infrastructure, it's probably one of the best. Yeah. Because the, the litany of artists, the litany yeah. of, of, of instrumentalists that come out of PE, mm. either professionally or vocationally or, mm. or uh, recreationally, is incredible. Yeah. When you then whittle down and you then you see, so this is why I look at my opportunity through a lens, I'm like, without having gone through those experiences, even though you never made the most of them, mm. you can appreciate them now that they gave you that first exposure to be like, okay, even though if this fails, I've got this option that I know, I liked doing this. Yeah. Maybe I can revisit it. Can you imagine, you know, now I'm, I'm, I, I know I know a lot of people are going to think that I'm, I'm, I'm selling this up. No, um, you are. It's on it, bro. Thanks, man. Oh, that in my chest. <laughs> so well, it's not. It's, is is it is is it a derogatory term? Oh, what? Libyan it is like a derogatory term. Like literally, I must say that. Libyan has to say that. Has to say that. How do you start Texim? Like I want to. That that's a ghetto you to dream me. You guys don't go some zone. Must say that. Must say that. Guys, you have to see. How? No, that's impressive though. <laughs> Because it takes them as a very impressive institution. I've always assumed, Kuti, it started from it started from you know it's one of those garage stories <laughs> somewhere in somewhere in Borodeo Brook. Someone was like, let's <laughs> copy <laughs> and ask Steve. So I don't I'm sick. I just leave. We got to get it. As mute, 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 not in the bad way. But mute is that he never, or at least as long as I've known him, he's never out of place regardless where he is. Kugeto, he's he just seems like he's part of the furniture. My boardroom, I've never seen him there, but I feel he's a little bit uncomfortable because we're not meeting Nani, especially Nani Adi. Valentine and it's okay. But I'm saying all those opportunities when you, when you go to mission schools now and you see Guti, crap. Yeah. There is not even a single instrument in this room, and not even have even if they have instruments, there's none of the passion to 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 light something up in a kid who wants to learn this or do this professionally. But all of the mission school, in the school that I went to. do I describe this to you in a way that might be... You know, the school that I went to was... There were sections of it, of the school, Angasna Femmes. Yeah, there were sections of it that was not Angasna Femmes. A child would show up to school at 11, and they would leave at 12. <laughs> like, get it and get Like, we're talking about I'm talking about Scottish Yaguti na 5 p.m. some students running back on one of teacher by growth point. Can you give me the name? You wouldn't even know it because it's in the depth of Shurugui. It's not... I'm sorry, Yaguti people talk about or bring up. Maybe I can visit. Rusnunguku High School. Not the No, you're thinking about the Rusnunguku in Marondia. That's the Marusnunguko that you're talking yeah, about. I'm actually. talking about the Rusnunguko in Shurugu. <laughs> it's, a, it's a school. All right. Tell me that this is the Akwaini. And mm. 2009, I went there for A-level. I didn't go there for A-level. I ended up there 
Yeah, it's somewhere. a long story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up there for A level. Right. And quite a term he had a twenty five dollars per term. That's how much school fees that you pay. And to give you context of the community, a good seventy five percent younger go about twenty five dollars. Van right with Zingwa kunza no about twenty five dollars. So you know that story and it around the school fees. Do twenty-five dollars and I go. Because I knew at the moment, like, nah, when it comes time to collect the school fees, it's not gonna be any hundred dollars here on the way. That's the how I say I ended up there is because the I now went to the Trapi High School okay. from one to four, right? And then somehow when it came to Form 4, somehow I was convinced in my head that I would never need math in my life, ever. And I wasn't very good at math. So when it came to registering subjects, I didn't register math, mm. right? And that was very well-documented. Even, like, I, I wrote my O-level exams in this two upper day. Another long story. Yeah. But, so... You know, no one had high hopes for my A-level results. But it turns out, I passed all my subjects, except for maths and the sequel. Because in my head, I was like, I don't want this little thing to be the blemish. So you decided not to just register? I didn't even register. I didn't even go to the exam, because I knew I would fail it. So I didn't want to pass everything, and then that would be the subject that I failed. I was like, no. But that didn't sit down, you know, with my father. I was like, but what what is what is happening <laughs> what is happening here? Because he gets the transcript. Hapana maths. It's not even like, you know how if you don't go to the exam, yep. they tell you to missing. It wasn't there <laughs> on the transcript. <laughs> like it wasn't there. So it was like, no, you're not going to A level until one year I met such. I was like, what? I had ten dollars and I could have buzzed, but then I musha. And I enrolled myself at that school because no musha could. So I went there in the transcript. No. It wasn't even ingenuity. You see, that's the thing. It wasn't, when I was talking about my life is a series of happy mistakes, happy coincidences. I got a chance at $10, $5. In retrospect. No, not even in retrospect. Yeah. So I ended up, I enrolled myself for Musha. Uh, that's how I ended up at Rusunungukas because it was like Kumushakwedu Panapa and then Kuchkorogashina is like in town. So we'd walk to Nigrigin and within a term they made me head boy because I was the only person who could speak English consistently. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the school ended up having a fence because I was like, yo, <laughs> I, was, I was building... <laughs> It's actually quite ridiculous. Like uh, I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was doing fundraising projects, setting up fence around the school. I was telling, I, I was putting. It's actually quite ridiculous because Shurugi is a mining town, mm. right? Everyone in Shurugi is a scary person. <laughs> yeah. Because part time, we're talking about people that are not zokoroza. Mm. So we're having like twenty-four olds, my form four, and so here I was, the smartest. Harare child, you don't get to be can or musha or Urim Panagara. That's the ridiculous. So I was going around saying, No, 
vanhu vanofana kubuda ma class avo in in single file ine chichichi ine yo the niggas hated me so wait wait you were the mtuli or chiru i was but i i i, <laughs> I was i was but i was to 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 my credit i was in character the whole time <laughs> i was in character the whole time because if you go like if you go shuru right now my elbow results that's how i ended up at vods cuz i did so well they gave me a scholarship to go to vods your life has been one big fleece that's <laughs> I did so well in Ukaenda Kushurugu district my results are in the Shurugu district office. <laughs> I was starting no, debate clubs no. in Ngrigini. I won um I won the the debating competition in 2000 and, well I can't remember what it was uh, 2009 2010 and the only reason why I didn't go I I won the district competition and the only reason why I didn't go to i don't know what comes after this is it province is it the only reason why i didn't go to that thing it was on the same day there's some guy who saw me at that debate and said yo we want to to have you come host it was this children's thing that was being done by Uni- is it unicef or I, i don't remember one of these kumusha ngos that come and say to talk by ngrigini so they they came and pushed me i remember fielding calls and that but I, i was kind of like a shurugi superstar in green but those i'm saying that to say i don't remember why why i brought this up but i'm i just remembered which now subconsciously i remember i was talking about sub like subconsciously the things that happened to me where if i look back now i'm like i was always meant to be doing what i'm doing now because even from the even from the from my time as a head boy or from my time doing debate or from my time if i tell you could even when i was at high school i was never in the debate team i thought it was the most boring thing ever because the kids that were doing debate were apiti wababa i went to blackton for primary school i don't want to be part of i want to be part of these ngrigin so i never participated in them because it sounded very classist yeah but look at me doing debate in, in shurug and now because now you are fighting i was competing with kids from like pakame high school tongogara what's that the cjr in ngrikini in gweru like those ngrikini it was it was also a point of pride now because it end me street cred back in shurug because they were like now nah, we give him a pass because he's doing certain like i had i had kind of like it's very weird saying but i kind of like the hood pass in shurugi because i wasn't the same because zvekutara chirungwi zvezvizvi o zvekunzi handa kuverenga kana kuti zvekuti ndianoziva kana computer you know kushurugi kwangune you know my computer when bob was walking around achipa zvikoro my computer 1010 it was one of those schools that had been given and for a very long time a computer because no one really, they would never hire a computer teacher and whatever they would have a teacher and some computers teach computers we're talking about scores right what sitting you know mama you are learning in a classroom isatya pedzwa rufi 
sitting in a certain part mm-hmm. of Nigri. Oh yeah, for I think for some time we were in a storage closet that was meant to be some like, that had no windows. But we were having the time. I was having the time of my life, and I think those years were so formative to how I see things now. Because I think even in my stand-up, it allowed me to. It allows me to see things from as many perspectives as I can because mm. I've lived different different lives, so to say. police camp, three years, four years, where I was rubbing shoulders with Tuvanatuma minister, mm. you know, and I'm on scholarship <laughs> stipend, you know. You you're trying to, you know, to mix and mingle. You are lying about what your parents do at home because you are feeling under pressure about how you ended up at frauds. It was a very stupid thing. Now in retrospect, I should have just told people we didn't do a scholarship, you know. But somehow in my mind, I thought we did. it was a. I shouldn't I shouldn't really say. But I was there because I was smart enough to be there. These kids were there because they could afford to be there, you know. But it allowed me to see how they speak. Oh, this is what they think is important. Oh, this is... So now, almost all those things now, and I'm grateful to most of the friendships that I made there because some of, you know, my son's uncles and aunts are from that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I made some really good friends. And what it then did for my comedy is that, you know, it's a reflection of all these things. It's a reflection of all these lives. Somebody can come and say, oh, I feel represented here. Mm-hmm. You take different bits and pieces or you know fatherhood or ghetto youth or you know being a Zimbabwean or being a Zimbabwean in the diaspora or being a Nigri. I'm that's the part that I'm really proud of to say you know it's 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 Zimbabwean comedy. Yeah. It's Zimbabwean <clears throat> it's Zimbabwean comedy in the truest sense of okay, I believe we can sell this to 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 other people now because i think that's that's what that's what most people based on the conversations that i've that i have been between especially in between conspiracy theories my first show my first special and prodigal son now is i remember prior to doing that special somebody was you know like in the months leading up to it there's a friend of mine was their friend now. They were like, yo, I think it was prior to me doing shows in Blauai. Mm-hmm. like, yo, will, yo, will you be able to perform in Blauai? I was like, what do you mean? They are like, well, most of your, most of your, most of your jokes sound, most of your jokes sound like Harari jokes. And for a moment, it's, uh, you know, it, it stuck between bothering me and not understanding what they meant. Then I was like, "But you're not from Harare, so how are you? How are you getting that? You know." But I got what they were asking, mm. and I realized that it's something that I'd intentionally been doing. That you know, when we get into the arts, most people there is a danger of wanting to impress a lot of people all at once. And I think that's where most of us fail. When I started, even now, I've always been of the belief, 
five people that believe in you to the extent that they can speak about you in your absence and say I are greater than 20,000 people on Twitter saying kuti yo you it's just fortunate that I have both you know I'm afraid I'm afraid no, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That communities in, in the world right now, and it's something I've been trying to tell every young content creator, are not built by transient and fleeting audiences. Mm. They're built by those 10 diehards who did never, never let go. Yep. Talk about every YouTube channel. Talk about every sensation that, that blew up in the world. Mm. It's a community that was able to influence other people to appreciate. Exactly. Every community is now an inside joke that everyone wants to be part of. Exactly. So you've got to build in that way. And it, that's a really healthy way of looking at it. Yep. Because there are a lot of international content creators who are making a lot of money, have a lot of influence, and have now become more liberal with how they do things, simply because, like you said, mm. those five people were like, Bro, for a very long time, mm. I was afraid of being of going viral. Mm. I would have this fight with like some of my closet boys, because they would be like, Yo, why don't you put tags on your things? Why don't you say King Kandoro? And I was like, nah, it's, it's fine, because my reasoning was, my face is already in there. Mm. right? If somebody enjoys the thing enough, they will find... I what else the thing that I, the reason why I was doing that I was afraid of waking up with 500 more followers than I had the previous day because what that does is this if if somebody comes to follow you because of a viral clip that's what they want to see they want to see that the next day they want to see that the day after that what happens if that's all you had yep. now you're at a danger of disappointing somebody that you don't even know you're disappointing you know there is now this pressure. So I wanted I wanted to grow at a pace that was comfortable to me. But I realized that the downside to that, what it did for my career is that, man, there's very few people that get as much disrespect as I do. Because to I never used to do like I never used to do like interviews or because I was always like I would let the work do the talking. People don't care. People, I think we 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 live at a time during a time where if you don't say what you're doing, and if you don't say it as often, mm. very few people, like beyond your community, will know or even care. Mm. That's how we end up with a list here. Which people will say top ten comedian, and you will see my TT on that list, and you will see, and you're like. How is my TT a comedian? How is how, how is uh, there is so many other lists, but my TT is the only person that I can disrespect <laughs> at this particular point. You think it's not previous? No, it's I've never met her. But the my thing is, I know that even she, I don't think she even calls herself a comedian. Mm. The reason why I say that is because. When somebody is a comedian, there's intentionality to what they do. There's intentionality to the content that they are putting out. Mm. It might not look that... Madam Boss is a comedian. There can be arguments about how funny the stuff is, but she is a comedian, right? The skits that she put out are comedic in nature. They make a lot of people laugh, right? Mm. When somebody does something that is construed as funny to certain people, that's not necessarily comedy. 
Barack Obama said things that are funny at certain points. Our president says things that are funny. Is he, are these people comedians? The thing that hurts me now, the thing that hurts our industry is when now... Bro, I know a lot of... I know a lot of young comedians that are working hard, right? That will probably never get the same attention that so-and-so are getting, mm. right? Because of that person getting that much attention. Because what that does is these people that might not necessarily identify with comedy or with social light X, right? Yeah. And then they construe that to be comedy and then they will say, Can I comedy? Do you see what that does? Mm. Because that person has 150,000 followers. Mm. They have now put a black mark on Zimbabwean comedy, but they're not even a comedian. There's people that will say, there's people that will, that have never come across my stuff because they ruled out Zimbabwean comedy because they came across that being construed as Zimbabwean comedy. They're like, I can't really I don't want. There's people that I still come across people that are in the entertainment or that are adjacent to the comedy industry. They'll be like, Kinkandoro. And do you know how ridiculous that is? <laughs> Just the way you said that. They're like, Kinkandoro. To your face. Serious. You saw that reps? Because it's now, it's now, there's a ripple, there's it's not a ripple effect. It's like there's a there's a chain happening. Because mm. what that does is these people now they hog the the, the headlines, mm. right? They are the ones when all Torwa, H Metro. They are the ones on Torwa Musande Mel. They are the ones on Green. And mm. I don't know what really goes into in in the newsroom, but I would, my theory is there's never going to be three stories in the same Sunday mail about comedians. Highly unlikely. They are going to go with whoever is top billing. Saga, if it's a race between King Kandor and my titi, my titi is going to win. Yeah. Andy, repeatedly, repeatedly, Andy, my antics are Arambash report, but we're talking about, so how are the people ever going to know how are they ever going to know? You know, so we we are fighting for, you know, we are fighting for 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 our lives in terms of like this. There's so many things that people are fighting. Like, bro, these incredible young comedians doing amazing things, amazing things. We probably never get the light of day. Not even Panana H Metro and Green, but Panana Zim celebs show. Because you post that person, people are like, read, read. Mm. So I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know what needs to change. I don't even know how we ended up here. Oh, I know. Listen, it's a journey, and then we're here for it. We 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 need to put a bullet point so that we can keep coming <laughs> back to. I don't even know how we ended no, up. But here. I like what you said about. I think the media has played a very important role in the marginalization of people who actually are doing the work that some people purport to do. Because you can say that influencers or people who are outrage merchants mm. um, are what mm. a field. I think it's incorrect. I think it's the the point that the media is quoting is clicks. Mm. 
people are doing things for clicks. Mm. So you need to draw as many eyes as you can to, to your publication or to your problem or whatever. So Kandoro might not make much sense to the to the Herald. Yeah. In the art section. Well, to the Herald, it's clear why he might oh, not. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But then you did say that <laughs> Mangwana was a peace offering. <laughs> and to be honest, like, actually on that point, I think it's it's if someone who was a layman listened to what you're saying in the mm. Bible, son, mm. they'll think you're being necess- you're being an agitator unnecessarily. Yeah. But the thing is, is there is a delicate balance to play. Yeah. That there are good things they do and there are bad things they yeah. do. Now, when you look at outrage merchants, they get the clicks and the draw because they're able to pull people yeah. because of, of the acts that they do. Yeah. And like what you said, when you said when you when you go viral and someone follows you mm. for that viral act, yeah. you're kind of responsible for continuing that nonsense exactly. for as long as... And you lose yourself in why you started exactly. this. Exactly. So I kind of get why these influencers then go down the route they exactly. do because it's expected of them. Exactly. But when you change direction, how many times do you hear people get upset when a band changes its sound or when, when Kendrick doesn't release an album in two years and said Bro. 2021 is going to be my year. Now it's 2022 and Kendrick fans are a problem because, you know. They, are, they know their guy. Yeah, they know their guy. But it's like for, for people on the outside who expect him to be this God exactly. level MC, yeah. it's like you want he, we want him to keep a pace with what everyone else is doing. Exactly. But that's not his that's game. Not, that's not what he does. You can't, you can't put Jay-Z on a timeline. Neither no. can you put Kendrick on a timeline. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm. Like, remember, we, you can spend two years. And it's not like they're working on crap. Yeah. They're working no, on something yeah. that... Look at Kendrick. Here's an example. And I, and I and my sadness is coming out because mm. I, I can't give you a Sungura reference. <laughs> <to this. laughs> that's fine. But Kendrick is in the sense that Kendrick's... Every album he's had has been a hit. Yeah. There's no rapper who's batting 500 yeah. or 100 like Kendrick, where yeah. everything, single thing is going out of the park. Yeah. What is that down to? It's the process. Yeah. If he was creating content at the same level as 2008 Lil Wayne, mm. this is a different situation. Yeah, yeah. You'd run out of... The level of drugs that need, you know, to sustain that, it's, it's yeah. different, but... There are not yeah. enough preludes in the world to, to, to get to that point. But I hope, I hope now, not to sound, I'm looking at the camera, not to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to sh- toot my own horn here, but I hope that... Independent publications, the mm-hmm. Texans, the Magamba, the Open Parties and all that mm-hmm. are a vessel that can push quote-unquote true artisans yeah. to get the kind of notoriety and recognition that they deserve. I mean, it's not enough just to give the notoriety, but to talk to them, talk about them so people can understand yeah. what it is they do. Yeah. No, I, 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 I do hope so, man. But, but you know, they, they use, you know, people in the media that are really trying, but it's 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 really one of those situations where you know they end up getting outnumbered greatly but i mean it's it's what we're talking about is our audience is not is not 1 million people 1 billion people mm. the guys who keep coming back keep coming back and they keep our lights on yeah and it's like we're we're showing them something cool that we discovered yeah like we found we 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 did this thing that's interesting yeah. like we did a podcast about spider-man no way home and I obviously can't release the numbers, but when I saw it, I was like, I did not know this many people would listen to an hour sort of conversation of me primarily yeah. bitching about the movie. Yeah. That it was a waste of 10 bucks. Yeah. Because this movie had been spoiled yeah. since, right. since the trailer came out and people yeah. knew, yeah, we know it's going to happen. Yeah. And we're just waiting for the things that we knew were going to happen to happen. So if we, if there are enough people that can listen to his Zimbabwean guy yeah. and, and two of his friends yeah. rambling about a movie, and then we tell them about this dude, yeah. and you, we are famous enough, we've got thousands of followers on Twitter, don't act like you're not known. I mean, am I? Please. You, you're, you're the closest to be verified in this room. No. 
Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what? That, that that whole thing is fleeting, man. Like, I mean, it's 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 very nice. It's very. It has its moments, you know, where you're like, oh, being 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 known is nice, but really and truly, it's something that I've tried to, that I that I've tried and I hope to keep ignoring for as long as I can. The reason why, because. I can see how you can get into your head about about that. And man, I have enough things to worry about. The thing that that I really want to do is just cuz I really love comedy. More for anything but the power that it has in terms of like communicating communicating things. Mm. Right? Bro, people don't even realize like how therapeutic it is like when I get to tell like stories, right? Like when people come, when people come to watch Prodigal Son. Those are ideas that I've had for two years. Mm. At some point, they become a better because you can't think new things until you dumped these things, right? Prodigal Son existed in my head, fully formed the way that people are going to see it on video, like that. In a haphazard state, it starts hurting your head a little because you're like oh it keeps changing you're like okay this so I'm like okay let me just dump because I know the the moment I shade with someone I can't shade again mm. I can't pretend that this is new stuff anymore <laughs> it's old so let me get you know let me get to a place where I can share and the 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 thing with comedy that I've always loved is you know when people make that conscious decision of coming to watch you to hear what you have to say. You can't waste people's time by saying things that don't matter, mm. at least to you, right? So that's why I had a conversation with uh, with someone. I was like, yo, what was your favorite part of the show? I was like, man, I liked... And then this started going off. Oh, I liked, I liked the connection with the prodigal son. I liked, I liked ABCD. I liked... Oh, but I got worried... Uh, there was a time when you got serious, uh, and I got worried. Cause, oh, is this guy getting? Is this guy getting the last few minute that he needs? I was like, what? Because <laughs> I knew what they were saying, but I was like, what? <laughs> it was just fun, and then it became this very dope conversation where I was explaining to them now that, you know, that sh- can I swear here? Of course. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say it now. I'm now no, very conscious. Yeah, I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. But it was just, you know, it was a reflection of how much into the show they were, and like how much, because you know, everybody that is, everybody that I've talked to to just ask, like, yo, what is it? Everybody has a different thing. But it, it was just interesting to hear somebody. Think with oh they were worried about me because I think it's the time when it's the time when I was talking about colonialism and mm. racism, mathematics and 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 and, and stuff and because I remember I was watching the edit in the I didn't hear it on the day but somebody shouted Wakwanza Chokwadi or something like that <laughs> <laughs> I I heard it in the edit I was like so they they even I was like. I had to explain to them like that that whole thing. There's this I don't know if you've heard this lapse per minute thing. 
I've never heard that before. So in comedy, there is this, there is this almost. I don't know if it's theory or it's a thing to strive for, but comedians generally strive to get as many laughs per minute as possible. So in 60 seconds, you want to hear as much ha-ha-has as possible, right? That says you're doing well. So when you're speaking, because, you know, in five minutes, people don't realize how long a minute is until they do stand up. <laughs> From the people, it's a while. They don't realize. So that last a minute thing, the more laughs you're getting per minute, the more you're doing well. Mm. So I had to explain to them, like, yo, that shit doesn't matter. Mm. Like, it matters when you're starting out in comedy and you're still trying to convince yourself and the audience that you're funny enough to pay attention. But if somebody has paid a ticket at $10 to come to your show, they know you're funny. Or even if they haven't watched you, they believe you're worth... I'm saying even if you're not funny, yeah. you're not giving them their money back. No, but... but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But more importantly, when somebody's coming to that kind of show where you are supposedly doing the show for an hour, it's more about the coherence of the story mm. than the laughs per minute. Because there is a danger to sacrificing much bigger picture mm. while chasing laughs per minute. Because if you see the way that show is, nothing is accidental about that show. Nothing, things are made to look spontaneous and incredible, but I promise you, 95% of the things that are happening there, they are written down from the heart to the, to, to some of the things that I realize that people might not even, people might not even pick up on because but you might pick up on it when you're watching the video, but in real time you might not. Because I don't know if you remember, if you guys were already there, but there is that in the opening when I was talking about the language that Zimi Hip Hop has used yeah. and how there is a part about David Chifunis and how he does the you know. Mm -hmm. If you notice, I was saying you know the whole time. The whole time that I was doing that bit, I was punctuating everything. But the joke now is, you know, so what, what is it communicating? The difference between then and where I am now. Yeah. So it's, those are the kind of things where you, you, there's layers to it, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm now doing the show, I'm not going to sacrifice that oh, I'm going to travel from here, then we're going to walk and people to the show, check what's happening, going to Christianity, move from Christianity, going to blessing move from blessings, going to racism. When I move into racism, going to colonialism, then there's a blank party here about Nick Mangwana. Then I'm going to come back here about the politicians home. Then I'm going to move into my thing. Then I'm going to come back. I'm not going to sacrifice doing last a minute because by the time I reach that serious part, I've already convinced you that this mm -hmm. show is funny enough. Yeah. By the time we go to the serious part there, there's no one who's worried about, oh, Mariangu Yandera Shiripuere. You get what I mean? Like you're not, you're not, you're not thinking in my mind. If the show ends now, I'll ask for a refund yeah. because you've laughed enough. Like by that time, I've done the smooth story. Yeah. Right. Mm. You've laughed what you possibly think is the hardest. Right. So why not use this time we're here now? Why not have some, some something that you can actually take away? 
mm. and said, okay, if there is ever anything that will, because we're trying to create agitation, right? If you watch, if you watch Dave Chappelle, mm. if you watch Bill Bear, mm. there is something that you always take away. It might not be the thing that the next guy is taking away. It might not even be an important thing. Mm. It might be the thing that, oh, Bill Bear is married to a black woman? You know? Yeah, that's scared the crap out of me. You know, it might, it might be those those it's things where you're like, he's waiting, he's the palest man in the exactly. world. Exactly. Like, and you're like, how? You know, it's 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 those things. There's always, so, it's like you're always trying to give, you know? Yeah. For me, in 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 my shows, I'm 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 not trying to get as many laughs per minute as possible. I'm trying to have as many questions as I possibly can. That's the thing that keeps me up at night. Like, mm. okay, am I asking what I need to ask? Because going back to that whole therapy thing, mm. these are things that genuinely bother. Like, the, my stand-up comes from. Things that genuinely bother me. So wait, wait, wait. Let me get this right. You're crowdsourcing us for ten bucks. Yeah. So you can get your kicks. It's so you can then go home to your wife and child. It's a and weird like, therapy session. Like, oh, got paid for this therapy. It's a, it's a. I'm, I'm, I'm a. I'm a it's, 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 it's like scam therapy. You don't need scam therapy. Proper, proper. So it's, it's one of those things where. Like if you see the bit about like you know the royal family, mm. those are like real questions that I had. I'm like, why is this thing still in existence? And then you're like, I can ask this. So it goes back to that the importance of comedy thing. You couldn't ask that question anywhere else. Mm. You couldn't go kutin roof and say, but. Why is the royal family still in existence? Yeah, you can only ask that person shrouded in humor mm. because it becomes more palatable now. Mm. By the time people realize what you just asked, they are caught up in the awkwardness and in the laughter of, oh shit. <laughs> but they're like, wait a minute. But why? You know, by the time you're talking about like that whole, the, 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 the thing about adultery versus cheating mm. versus politics. And but that, that, that was a master stroke, though. I actually left that out intentionally for my review. That's where the one star went. Because yep. I couldn't purposely talk about it. But that is true. Cheating. Wait, wait, cheating. Game You see... You see... Those kind of things where you're like... Hmm. But it's, it's the old saying that the court jester was the only one who could ever speak the truth in front of the king. Mm. So he was the only person with the freedom at court. That's comedy <coughs> legacy. Yeah. That it gives us the opportunity to speak about the truth, you know, veiled in levity. But it's no less serious. Yeah. Like, it's still pretty exactly. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So when's the video coming out? When I've left. Excuse me, what? When I've left. You see, the thing is, the thing that I've, that I've exaggerated is how bold I am. I am strategically bold. You see? That's what... A lot of people mistake this about me. They're like, Kandore, courageous. No, I'm not. I'm just courageous enough. You see? So, you know, I probably released Ndaku, you know, on my layoff to Mindrivin. Like, they're going to lay off? No, yeah. It, uh, I won't tell you. I won't say where the layoff is now. Okay, no, no, but there is a layoff. Yeah. Is it north or south? 
But I'll probably list it when I know for certain. <laughs> I, I'm not coming. I'm not coming back. No. But 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 yeah, no. But the, it's currently being edited now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 very very excited to share, you know, to share with people, just because. But distribution-wise, where are we going to see it? Streaming services, um, video, buy a DVD. I think you know it will definitely be on demand. Something video on demand. Okay, something I, I just uh, that's that the part I need to figure out where wherever makes me the most money. I heard you guys are friends. I don't know if that was true, but with Stripe. Yeah, we're on the street. <laughs> Never bought a needle, is it? Do you know what? I, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if uh, a relationship with that guy would. I think that relationship with Stripe would be very counterproductive, man. Because then I I would lose all street credibility. Because I wouldn't participate in eco cash jokes, you know. <laughs> you lose all that. I don't think you. I don't think a friendship with Stripe is worth that, man. I don't think if it's worth. Um, not making fun of Econet. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's worth that. Because I'm yet to see somebody who said Stripe. I can't be some judge. I can't do something. I'm yet to see that person. I don't know that Stripe can be some judge. I mean, I'm not around Nyambira here and there, but <laughs> <laughs> but who else? <laughs> who else? You know what? You know what? You know what? We'll talk about. Who else? You know what? <laughs> you went like you said you can talk. It's been one hour, <laughs> 40 minutes. Yeah. And we've got 20 minutes until it runs out of juice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you very much for joining yeah. us. Um, no, th- I don't even know what we were talking about, but we talked. Yeah, and we I enjoyed I enjoyed this so much. I enjoy I enjoyed this so much. Man, I, I feel like I, I hope no one will be frustrated, you know, watching this. Oh, no. Listen. Because, no, I mean in terms of, because uh, there's something that we're doing. We were hope scorching because so I hope nobody's frustrated in the sense that they reach a point where they're like, oh, I want to know more about this. Then we take a left turn to so it might be frustrating in that regard. They're like, oh, where's that shuruk is like, yeah, I guess there's always we're gonna do a part two on Zoom, you know. Or during my I was going to invite you to my home, but now I'm not going to. Ah, if you're if you're if you're if you are happy about Bakomana also knowing where you stay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take that risk. I mean, it's... You know, but you know what that does? Yeah. The thing about Bakomana knowing where you stay, it gives your life a certain level of... But you've got 24-hour guards. Like, for me, I think it would be really good because I know I'm safe. Yeah, but it gives your life a certain level of excitement. You know, you're looking over your shoulder, bro. It's it's there is a certain level of you know you can pretend that you are in a James Bond. Like you see someone with an oversized suit, you're like, what's happening here? But the, the tricks at hiding are not really good. No, uh, they don't hide. They don't need to, to be honest. Yeah, because if they when they do decide, like today's your day. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I remember a time when, you know. Ish, I don't know. You know what? We'll leave, we'll leave them for part two. Yeah, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Kandoro. Thank you yeah, so much, man. You can speak. 
I think Bongoto was restricted on stage. They get in here, Maria. You don't keep us there the whole day. Yeah, man. Uh, Let me not. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I I enjoyed this. And cut. (coughs) Yo. Ah, I just.